Hey listeners, this is your host, Brother X. I've come to you guys before today's episode, and I wanted to just make sure I put the disclaimer out here. Nothing crazy happened in today's episode, but I want to make sure that it's clear that all views and opinions that are expressed in this week's discussion are of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the opinions or thoughts of the Truth and Transparency podcast. With that being said, guys, let's get started with today's episode. And welcome back to another episode of the Truth and Transparency Podcast with your host, Brother X and the Culture and Science. Yes, we have a guest star appearance from the Culture Scientist joining us on the podcast this week. Um, I know, I know. We just we're fresh off of our training, so we sing a little bit out of it. Um, please excuse us. Um, but yeah, we're back. Um, back for another episode. Thank you for running up the numbers on our bonus episode from last week. Um Dion, if you're listening, you still ain't shit for t- saying my mic has a do-rag. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> funny. Um, but yeah, all good fun. Please continue to run those numbers up. Um, hear about how we um had a tutoring session at a strip club, but we're not gonna get into that this week. I wouldn't call it a baby condom, but you calling it a tip condom? A tondo? Shout out to Dormtainment. Um, but yeah. So with that being said, we here in the Truth and Transparency podcast, we talk openly honestly about everything in between, why people can't get right in 2023. And, you know, we're going to go ahead and get into it. We got a full house today. We've got a couple of guests over here at the CASA. Uh, Coach of Scientists, you have something to share? Did you say why people can't get right or why white people can't get right? Aren't they the same thing? I'm just making sure. All right, carry on. All right, so we're going to go ahead and introduce our guest. Um, <laughs> first, you know her, you love her. Um... She's probably drinking on three glasses of blue Kool-Aid. Uh, Queen C, introduce yourself. Um, it, it's four glasses, actually. Um, anyway, it's your girl, Queen C, back in the building. 61 and a half inches of fluff and fun. And shout out to Queen Mom. Milestone birthday coming up this week. So I got to treat my girl right. Take her out to lunch. Take her shopping. She's spoiled. But what can I do? I don't know. It's, it's hard raising our parents, man. It is. They don't listen. <laughs> they don't take the medicine when we they tell them They talk back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't want to grow. Yeah, you can't have Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, very true. They want to go places, don't want to pay. And then got the nerve to not pick up the phone when we call them. Mm-hmm. They how, did. And how we got how we are. Like, you ain't the one who made me with this attitude. Exactly. You know. I, I, mean, even, I don't even know if we're speaking from experience, but I mean, I, I don't know. I don't hey, know. a little bit. But welcome, Queen C. Um, you know, I'm not going to take his thunder this time. Um, Kelsey, introduce yourself. It is I, uh, fresh off of a shopping spree with your father's credit cards, of course. It's Kelsey in the building. Respect, 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 respect. You, you still got me on them tickets, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I blame Glaze. Oh, true, true, true. We'll talk off here. We'll talk off here. All right. Um, she back. Um, she's fresh off the magic school bus. Teacher Bay, introduce yourself. Hi, y'all. It's Teacher Bay, and I came back to make sure people keep their paws off my hubby, Usher Raymond the Fourth. That's all I got to say. Uh, oh, oh, I heard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, um. Yeah, we'll we'll talk off air, but um, yeah, we gonna we gonna set up a pay per view. It's gonna be real. Um, what's the boy's name from 
Logan Paul is, where they're going to have two people boxing over Usher Raymond. They're going to have Superstar in the background playing. It's going to be a whole thing. It's going to be in Vegas. It's going to be part of the residency. But, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Teacher Bay, for joining us today. Um, you know him. You love him. Uh, he's about to get his first pair of Zion ones when he gets off this podcast. Uh, Mr. Smith, introduce yourself. Absolutely not. I am not touching them with a 10-foot pole. One, because of how they blew up when he was in college. And two, well, we'll get into that when we get to that point, listeners. Anywho, uh, it's your favorite fed's favorite fed, Mr. Smith, also known as a sound by Poppy, uh, also known as Mr. Damn, son, where'd you find this? And I want to thank the listeners for the comments, the place of subscriptions. Keep feeding us. So we'll keep feeding y'all. A few quick things. Number one, shout out to the Cataculture Podcast for always showing us love and support. Number two, rest in peace. To the queen herself, Tina Turner, you know, she it. definitely, what's love got to do with it? Rolling, all that. Yeah, you, 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 you was definitely, you deserve your rest. And uh, I hope, and, and I know this is bad to say, but it is what it is. I hope if you see Ike where you are, you beat the stuffing out that nigga. That is all I got to say. <laughs> I beat the gold shit out of him. Also, to Tina Turner, rest in peace, you know, just today, if y'all know my name, right? You know my name. Sorry, I like that song. Right. The this person calls like, "What was your name?" And I said my name. And they're like, "Oh, like Tina Turner." Oh. So I was like, "Sure, without the end." I was like, it's not a whole lot. And long my long. last name is completely different. Yes. But thank you for comparing me to the queen. Thank you. And yes, listeners, it's who you think it was. All right, yeah. So, um, thank you for that, Mr. Smith. Um, before we get into anything else, and some um quick. Hitters that I want to get to before we get into our now, mind you, I'm going to do our mental health check. So let's go around the room real quick. Ask how everybody, ask how everybody's doing. Um, Coach of Scientists, how are you doing? Sleeping, I'm alive, sad, disappointed, sleepy, happy, excited, a whole bunch of things. Are you trying to name the seven dwarfs? I'm sure I listed more than seven things, so no. But you repeated a couple, so I mean, it kind of bounces out. Yeah, because that one right now is the most prominent. Oh. <laughs> My eyes are like, go to sleep. My body's like, girl, who you think you are? Um, But no, seriously, I'm just trying to stay positive. And I am on the firm believer of keep, just keep going, just keep moving, just keep moving. And things will, you know, stay positive and, you know, things will work out. So, um. Yeah, and then I'm excited about um our wedding. I'm pre- as you y'all heard, he had his bachelor trip. Yes, listeners, she knows all about my trip. So no, you can't say nothing to her. Cause I is a good fiance. I, I said it like you wanted me to say it right, right? Right? Yes. I don't know why you make it sound like that. Oh. Like I <laughs> Mr. Smith. Yes, yes. yes. I, I, I just gotta say, culture scientist, did I not do my job and make sure he got to the line, but he didn't cross that line. Yes. Cool. All we right. all know that I am fine and cool and dandy, all those things. I yes. cannot wait for mine. Um, and yeah, let's just say it's getting real. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, just in general. All, planning I'm about to say, all of our listeners who are coming to the wedding, this is our PSA. Please RSVP on the website. Please RSVP on the website. Because please do not get your feelings hurt when you get a whole stiff arm when you get to the door. June 30th. Please RSVP. I'm about to say, please no. If you are not, you will get cut. And if you were invited uh, to view it on Zoom, please understand that is a Zoom invitation, not an in-person invitation. Read your invitation. Please do. Reading is fundamental. And it's half the battle.
All right. <laughs> um, moving back to our mental health check. Uh, Queen C, how are you doing? Uh, I'm okay. Uh, I got this little four day vacation coming up from work, only to do more work, spoiling my mom. Uh, but I, I'd rather be with my mom right now than um. And excuse my language for how I say this. Uh, these bitches at work that be trying to try me. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that. Fair enough. Because hoes got me fucked up. That's all I'm gonna say. Seven ways a Sunday fucked up. Eight. Ah, fair enough. <laughs> Gotta have the next one in there. Uh, mm-hmm. Kelsey, Kelsey, how you doing? I'm feeling really good right now. Um, the yeah, the uh, weight loss has been going well. Uh, I'm now adding on to that because I'm apparently a crazy person. So now I'm doing 100 push-ups a day for this month. Uh, and yeah, so that's a thing that's happening that I'm very excited about. But <laughs> I can hear your voice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that uh, yeah, me and uh, me and my guy took a trip this past weekend so that was fun as well uh so yeah oh no who's daddy is it um you asking too many questions now all right um, <laughs> it's his right now so it's all that matters that's true um <laughs> corner all right mrs smith and teacher bay how y'all doing Doing good. I mean, I'm so ready for a vacation. It's not even funny. I'm glad the kids are about to graduate this Friday and the summer camp is starting next week. So I'm excited but nervous because this is my first time spearheading the summer camp program. So hopefully the children just have fun. Uh, for, For me, I like she said, I'm ready for this vacation. I'm ready to be off the grid for five days. Um, along with that, we we had a, a fun little date night at um, Texas Roadhouse where <laughs> <laughs> that food was busted. <laughs> and and we had, um, I forget, what, what was the waitress's name? Do you remember? I don't remember her name, but let's just say we put Texas Roadhouse back in our rotation. We did because of her. Because she was like, oh, you like this? Oh, get this drink and have the extra shot on top of it. And then didn't charge us for the shot. Yeah, yeah, good we, luck, honey. Yeah, we gave her a nice little good tip, but um, no, outside of that, you know, life is just life and uh, dealing with a couple of family things, nothing too crazy, but you know, things are starting to swing on the upside. Um, and then on top of that, mainly, I'm just keeping my head below, you know, keeping my head underground until we get to go on these vacations. We you know we've been working out, taking our little two miles, doing our workouts every day. Um, so just trying to keep our head above water, but we looking forward to when all the crew come up for this cookout and the drinks and libations is going to be flowing and the crabs is going to be had and shenanigans that's going to be ensued. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm speaking to Mike. You said crabs. Yes. Like we talking about crabs, crabs. We talking about crab crabs. And for those who do not want to indulge in said crabs, there's also crab legs. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Who knows? There might be a reappearance of my ribs. Who knows? Maybe. I don't oh, know. Oh, if oh, act wait. right, who knows? Oh, oh. Hold up. Wait a minute. Who wait knows? a minute now. I, I, I always <laughs> act right. 
How about I say, hey, it is what it is. If you know, you know. Um, please, sir, may I have some more? <laughs> we will see and figure this out. But uh, we'll talk about that off here. Um, real quick for me, I'm doing all right. Um, most most of what's going on with me, um, culture scientists already talked about, so I'm not going to rehash it. But yeah, we're in, we're in a decent spot, man. The workouts have definitely been helping us get back in the swing of things, kind of keep things balanced and whatnot. They be having a sleepy, but it is what it is. Um, but yeah, that was our mental health check. Um, but you know what would help for our mentals is ice cream. I mean, I know the coach of scientists enjoys ice cream, don't you, baby? I'm about to say we love all types of ice cream. She just doesn't like uh, mint chocolate chip, which I don't know, which is crazy. Is that true? What are you talking about? Who is it that said that don't like my, mint chocolate chip? Ma'am, don't do this. I love I you. I love mint chocolate chip. Okay? You sure? Especially from Baskin Robbins. Ugh. All right. So well, if you enjoy that type of ice cream, would you be interested in a $6,000 worth of a scoop of ice cream? No. Even if it wasn't your money? Oh, I don't pay for it? I mean... Everything is always better when you don't have to pay for it. That's fair. But, but let's get into it. Truffle? Mr. Smith, you make it a little bit bigger. bigger. Ah, can't talk. Um, yeah. So, a according to a blog, a Japanese ice cream company has set the bar by taking some of the rarest and most luxe ingredients to make the world's most expensive ice cream. For $6,696 a scoop, you can try out the expensive Japanese brand Solato. Is she related to Big Lotto? Um, yes, I know. Um, I'm batting brand new. All right. The Guinness World Record confirms the company's record-breaking price with the... Buyaka. Buyakia, uh flavored ice cream, <laughs> which is... Uh, of course you do, Ron Burgundy. All right. Which is made from white truffles grown in Alba, Italy. Yes, I knew it was truffles. Yep. The truffles itself comes at an expensive price of $6,905 per pound. Your truffles are a hit and a miss. Apparently. I, I haven't had them before. I, I, I'm broke. I don't know. Maybe right. Mr. Smith has had some before. Um, this exclusive dessert also includes, I'm not even going to butcher that. We're just going to say it has a lot of nice ingredients. Um, it also includes sake, which is consisting of 8% alcohol, the New York Post uh, reports. Parmigiano. 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 What did you say? Parmigiano Reggiano. Thank you. So Parmesan cheese is in there? Is what you're telling me? Probably. Okay. I know I'm not civilized. I'm uncouth. It is what it is. All right. But um, yeah, so uh guess. Are y'all gonna eat this ice cream? Who's paying for it? No, no, Mr. Smith, you gonna eat it because you got money? I'm a first, of, first of all, first of all, you know I don't eat sweet shit like that. Second of all, you're going to stop talking about the fact that I got money like that when you know good goddamn well I am not spending no goddamn $6,696 for a scoop. A scoop. Of, nigga, that's a, that's a mortgage. No. That's a, that's, a, that's a mansion mortgage. No. But babe, we might try the generic brand. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> we doing great value. Very we doing great. $5, <laughs> I was like, you gonna get some Neapolitan, some Parmesan cheese, and a couple of mushrooms from so, Aristide. So, 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 babe, what are we? What are we paying? Twenty five hundred. You mean what you paying? The fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a teacher. I was say, you got gelato <laughs> at home. <laughs> you better, you better take that. You better take that. Uh, that sherbet and call it a day. I love me some sherbet. I did. <laughs> Fair enough. But um yeah, that that's just very interesting. Um the things that people will do, like apparently if you want to make something expensive, just I bet add you truffle Kim soup. Kardashian got it. I mean, she 
She used to putting it on. Never mind. That's a too low hanging fruit joke. I won't small, get it. Small skinny things in her. No, I don't know about small skinny things, but I mean big black things. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about the shape. Well, she likes swallowing white things. Apparently. Oh, that's nasty. All right, moving on to our next story. All right, so you know what we have to do. We haven't done this in a while since we got everybody in the house. We got to have a conversation about um, uh, Mr. Potato Head himself. Uh, Florida man was arrested after robbing phone repair store with a cardboard box on his head. Bruh. Mr. Smith, go ahead. <laughs> I believe you can see, um, listen, you can't see the picture, but that is him in the picture on the screen right now. So, I'm a, we don't even got to read the whole article. I'm just going to summarize it for you. This nigga here went into a went into a phone store with a cardboard box on his head and and robbed it. He broke through the uh display case or display glass and stole I believe it was like 19 iPhones or something. Yeah, 19 iPhones and $8,000 in cash. Now, I wouldn't have been so mad at the fact that he used a cardboard box because, again, you're trying to hide your face. But the part that that messes me up in here, listeners, is as he's grabbing the stuff, he lifted the box from his head, which revealed his entire face on surveillance camera while he's robbing the shit. So obviously they're just like, all right, well, we know we got to figure out how we're going to do insurance. Wait, hold on. Nigga, what's that wrong? All right, go go yeah. down to thirty six twenty five uh, Mercury Lane and go ahead and get this nigga. Like, why, 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 why? But but then at the end, I say, cause Florida. Ah yes. Um, to answer your question, Coach Sciences, I'm pretty sure it was open. Uh, Kelsey, so you what had... were the people doing? I, I don't while know. This was happening. Were they just standing there watching him while while this man stood in the store and broke through with a box on his head, like that part alone. I mean, the way that his face is shaped, he probably headbutted the glass, and that scared everybody. So many questions. Like, he got the Triforce for all my Zelda fans on his forehead. Uh, uh, I know, Kelsey, you have some thoughts real quick, and then Quincy? Yeah, I just love how, like most stories from that state, that even if it didn't say Florida Man, we would immediately go, oh, that must be Florida. Yes. Like it's just, <laughs> it's just Florida, Florida just has a way of just out Floridaing itself every time. Um, and also I'm restarting my petition to, uh, cut off Florida and just let that bitch fall into the ocean somewhere. Um, because since they don't fuck with gays, I don't fuck with them. Hey, speak on it. Uh, Quincy, go ahead. And then Mr. Smith. Kelsey, you try to pull a Bugs Bunny? Yes. You try to to cut Florida off? Um, uh, yeah, his, his mugshot is getting to me. Uh, he is not happy with that picture. Corner. <laughs> Listeners, you don't understand. When you see hear about this episode and you see the post, just know he gonna he be did. knocked at our door. He did not do a good job on his what robbery. Um I can't he take is, full credit. <laughs> I can't he is credit. not getting bail. Okay, I'm done. He's not, yes. Um, <laughs> listeners, for those who don't know, if you're trying to imagine what this man looks like. Um, if you have ever seen the episode of Martin when he was in that boxing match and after the fact he looked like smashed potatoes, um, yeah, that's what my man's face looks like. Like, does he have arrows above his eyebrows pointing to his forehead? <laughs> what? I'm about to say, I don't know. He looks like a halfway made creative character in a fighting game. 
I want to know if it's a swollen bump, a massive fat. I have so many questions of what is the bump on his face. I don't know, man. Who knows? Uh, Mrs. Smith. All right, last thing. Um, yes, number one, the, the the his lumped up head is just ridiculous. And I agree with Kelsey that we petition to cut off Florida and just let that bitch fall in the sea. However, the only thing I will I will put a caveat to that to say, yes, cut off Florida, but King of Diamonds and the office, please make your way out of Florida, get to Georgia so that way I can still entertain your establishment. Because um for if I may answer for the culture scientists. And brother X, uh, milk and honey, milk, milk and honey with that soft skin. Please come back. We come we, back. we we would like to have a word with you. Absolutely. And then also we can can we also just petition to move um, Disney World and Universal somewhere else? For me, that's mm. all. Thanks, Queen C. You about to get muted and kicked out the chat. You about to, you about to get blocked. I was already muted. I put I'm it in the, chat. in the chat. Too. I, I can still say it out loud if I wanted to. Man, we're not about to play the mute game right now. We got to get on with the rest of the episode. All right. And this is why I don't do this. All right. Um, we're going to go ahead and switch lanes and get into Mr. Smith's Sports Center. Um, you know what time it is. It's been a while. Play the copyrighted music. Okay, um, I don't really know how I go forward from the stuff. Listeners, if you could, if you could even just read what was in this chat, yeah. nasty work, <laughs> like nasty like work. just just woo. Um, anywho, okay, I always I make this quick. I'm gonna make the first part of the quick, but the last part it, it it's gonna take a minute. So bear with me. Um, NFL really easy. Um, the Buffalo Bills star quarterback Josh Allen has just been named the Madden uh, cover athlete for Madden 24. So we're going to see if the Madden curse follows him. Um, I don't see Buffalo winning this year, which is great because I need our Ravens to win. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. Um, going into the NBA, which is – oh, and I'm sorry. Uh, to the NHL, the Vegas Golden Knights are in the Stanley Cup Finals. And they're going against the Panthers. I don't know what's – you know, I don't really watch Florida, NHL like that, Florida, but Florida I'm going to – the Florida, thank you. So the Florida Panthers, they're up 2-0, uh, and they're going to have their third game. Well, as of the time this as of the time that you're hearing this, the third game will have already uh, completed. So we're rooting for the Vegas Knights. Go Vegas. Uh, we're going to finish off with the NBA, and we're going to make this first two pieces real quick, and then this last one is going to be a doozy. So buckle up, listeners. Uh, the first thing, the last time you heard us talk at the um, – at the, Bachelor Party episode, which if you have not listened to that episode, listeners, please listen to that. That is hilarity in freaking sued. Um, Miami did what they needed to do and beat the brakes off Boston, and I'm happy. And me, as for me and Teacher Bay as a Lakers fan, thank you. Uh, so now Miami is going up against Denver, and in game one, I ain't going to lie, Denver beat the brakes off Miami. They could not stop Aaron Gordon to save their life. However, game two happened, and they decided to employ the same kind of um, – the same kind of defense that the Golden State Warriors did on LeBron, and I want to say that was either 2017 or 2018, where they basically just said, we're going to let you score, but we're not going to let anybody else score than you. Golden State did that to LeBron. Miami Heat did that to Joker. To, to Joker. Joker got all the points, and they were like, we're not going to let anybody else score. So 
uh, it's shaping up to be a good series. It's actually as of the time as of right now, it, the game is going on, and it is fifty three forty eight at halftime. Denver is up by five. So this is going to be an interesting showdown. I'm still rooting for Miami, um, and. You know, I hope that they're able to pull off the unthinkable because that would be a crazy story. Uh, also, um, John Morant. Yeah. John, John Wick. Uh, okay. So the commissioner has already said that they pretty much know what they're going to do when they do the suspension. And they believe that they're not going to announce it because they know if they do that, it's going to take away from the finals uh, you know, coverage, which these teams work so hard for, which is the right thing to do. However, now John Moran's camp is coming out and saying, oh, oh, well, listen, um, the, the, the gun in the live was a toy gun, so it wasn't a real gun. My nigga, I don't care if that bitch was a lightsaber. Why, if you have already been caught with guns, do you have one in a recording? Why is your friend more smarter than you to be able to say, Oh shit! This will probably fuck up your money. Let me go ahead and take this live off. I it the math ain't math. I don't care if it's a toy. I don't care if it's real. You shouldn't, have, dog. You are messing up your coin. Like, stop it. Get as Jordan says. Stop it. Get some help. Um, breaking news from today, as of the t- like the day that we are recording <laughs> this. <laughs> Phoenix Suns point guard Chris Paul got released, and I am shocked. Kind of. I am, but I'm not. Because he is older. He's like 30. I think he's like 37. But he's either 36 or 37. He's up there. I feel like he's uh, 38. He could be. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. But um, he, you know, he's um, he's going to be looking for a new team. And honestly, as a Lakers fan, you want to take a team-friendly deal and be the primary floor general? I'm not mad at that. Make LeBron a secondary scorer. And that shit will work. I don't really see a lot of teams that could use him outside of the Lakers, Boston, maybe Miami, and or Portland, depending on how they do with the whole uh, Damian Lillard thing. So that'll be interesting to watch and see. Now, now comes the time that we've all been waiting for. Um, So there's a basketball player. His name is Zion Williamson. Zion was a child prodigy that was dunking on white kids in Spart I think it's I think it was in Spartanburg, South Carolina in high school. Yes. Went to Duke, balled out, great, you know. Ended up going number one overall to the Pelicans, max contract, blah 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 blah. Well, this as uh, I'd say this week as the time is that you're hearing this listeners, I'm sure you've already seen this. He uh had a baby announcement that he and a uh, I'll say IG model, but mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I mean I don't want to. I don't. Wanna... We we gonna speak truth to power. She was an adult entertainment actress. Okay, fair, fair. Because I, I, I okay, yeah. So yeah, she was an adult entertainment actress. Please. Um, <laughs> um, and you know it, everything just seemed like okay. You know we were all kind of wondering like Zion used to always stick to the white girls, and we were always just like, hey, he got somebody black, so. We'll, we'll we'll take it for what it is, but what comes up? Um, maybe I don't know. Hours after the baby announcement, there's another adult entertainment actress 
by the name of Mariah Mills. And Mariah wasn't too happy about the announcement. And these are the tweets that are as follows. Congrats, Zion Williamson. I'm happy for you. Where she has a picture of Zion Williamson in her Snapchat DM saying, love you in these jeans, and I'm going to FaceTime you in a little bit so we can talk about you moving. Okay? Then the next, the next screenshot says, I want to fly you whenever I'm at, wherever I'm at for four days. You sexy as AF. And this is Zion talking to Mariah while he's still dealing with this. Um, I, I think her name is Avina is the model's name or the adult entertainment name that he got pregnant. Uh, then she says, I hate you on God. Zion Williamson looks like you been had a girlfriend and sleeping with other women behind my back. You liar. And in the picture of her receipts, he says "Bet I don't have a girlfriend, but if I moved you to New Orleans, would you be cool with being like my official redacted just asking so i know how to go about the situation with respect when you move how much do you expect me to pay you a month but i'm super excited this nigga was willing to blow the bag on this girl then she goes better pray i'm not pregnant too because i'm definitely late so then she goes i was with you last week in new orleans and you couldn't tell me you had a random thought pregnant after all i've done for you I let you fuck me so many times without condoms, and this is what you do to me, a hood rat that does CPN. You putting my life in danger fucking all these hoes raw. I warned you about trapping type I warned you about trapping type hoes, and you didn't listen to me. I know the game. Fuck you and congrats again. The bill was too damn high, so you had to scrap for crumbs when you couldn't see me or I was busy. Couldn't even impregnate a real porn star. And then the part that gets me is, <clears throat> I let you spit in my mouth last week when we fucked. You could have told me you had another hoe pregnant. How was that going to work moving us both to New Orleans? You think I wouldn't have found out? Now, this girl sounds hurt. She sounds just like she's letting them tweets fly. But um, the thing I have to say to that is, are you mad because a girl beat you to the punch of what you were working on? Or are you mad because of who the person is? Because it's a lot happening in the moment. And um, to that point, shout out to Stephen A, who said, we've been waiting for you to get back on the court. You've only played 23 games. We're trying to see that knee healthy. We were trying to figure out what's going on. Now we see why. You, you couldn't get that knee back out because you wasn't blowing your knee out. You was blowing these girls' backs out. And to that note, shout out to uh, one, of the, one of the ladies that I went to school with, uh, Michelle, from the illustrious Hampton University Standard of Excellence, proud graduate, who kind of hit me to some of Zion's, like, injuries and some of the stuff that he needed to do to, like, kind of – like, she's a really good, you know, yoga instructor as well as trainer. So if you're in the DMV area, look her up. She definitely does a yoga retreat. Um, but she, even she said like he, his injuries, he's, he's being uh rehab just to be able to play, but not to be completely healthy, which honestly, teacher Bay, I can say the same for Anthony Davis, but that's a conversation we got to have off air. Um, overall, I'm just like, at least I know Zion have a type. He love he he loved bad bitches. That's his fucking problem. Coke bottle, doctored up, Doctor Miami, and uh, yeah, this has been an entertaining twenty four hours. I will say.
Um, let's not all also forget this man is like 23, 24 years old. Um, we talking about uh Ja Wick and him shooting with guns and all that other stuff. Zion Williams been only putting up shots up in you know what. Oh yes. I'm here because I don't want to get yelled at. Apparently he failed that job. Yep. <laughs> um, but overall, I'll just say this. Uh at least he was dunking in something. Just wasn't the court. Yeah. But um yeah. on um, that note. Hold on. Before had... before we go any further, um, I've seen looks on, on some of our guests' face. Uh Queasy, it looks like you have thoughts about said situation. Why don't these niggas know what the fuck a condom is? That's because my. It feel the same. I'm just saying that's what they say. You know, it, I'm not saying it, it feel the same. You know what? Don't feel that's the same. That paycheck after that child support come out. <laughs> you not wrong. Um, but yeah. So one, my personal thoughts on the matter. One, you didn't get one porn star. You was like. Fuck it, I'm going to get a double-double. I'm going to get two porn stars for the price of one. I'm sorry. People with money are dumb. Hey, man. This is what happens when you ain't got no OGs in the locker room talking to you, man. I about to say, for those who are NBA fans, the class of the NBA draft class of tw- uh, 2019, they all cooked. PJ, uh, PJ Washington uh, getting scammed by Brittany Renner. Now she's moving on to Shaq. Um, you got Jog trying to yeah, shoot up like everything. You right, you right. And then you got Zion, man. Dog, what is going on with God's Green Earth? Kelsey, you have thoughts? Um, I just want to say that in honor of Pride Month, I'm so glad that I can't accidentally get pregnant. Hey, hey, hey. It is That's all. You take, hey, <laughs> a win is a win. A win is a win. <laughs> this is Smith. Yeah, uh, so I'll just end off with this. Um, I, I think the part that stuck out to me was at the end of all of that, she ends up turning around and saying, um, I guess I'm going to be a stepmommy. You're not fucking up me and Zion Williams' plans, baby or not. It is what it is off this. So you went through all of that, ripped a shred in this nigga, and then turned back around and was like, all right, now that I got it out of my chest, uh, yeah, you ain't fucking this up. We still going to be together. So guess what? Hi, stepson. How you doing? And... Zion, you 23, bro. Like, these ladies are like 30. Like, they... Put this on social media. For clout? Literally. I mean, I mean, part of it is because I think that's her outlet when she's hurt. I don't agree with it, but at the same time, I'm not going to tell another human being how they want to get out their feelings. I know I do mine with therapy, but hey, other people do other things. But I, I just would have been like, you know what? Mm. I mean, I learned those lessons in my mid-20s about not to put all my emotions on social media. I did, I've been there, done that. Learned my lesson. Should not have. People are, you know, read way too much into it. Mm-hmm. But but you want to yeah, know, you, you know, you know the reason behind I that? I ain't saying this. I know. Well, I, I wouldn't say that. I, whoa, 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 whoa. Calm well, down, Jamal. <laughs> like the famous world. Oh, okay. I, was about, I was about to say, calm down, Jamal. Put down the knife. I am somebody. I know that. Like, come on. If you are somebody and you want to go somewhere, I am somebody. Talk to you. So you better say them affirmations. I am pride. I am okay. powerful. I'm a bad mother sucker who don't give no shit from nobody. 
One second. All right, I'm done. Sorry, I was watching Cool Reds before we got in the episode. So, all right, so so number ruin the facts with a good lie. So so number one, if you have any other questions, comments, or concerns, or anything regarding NFL, hit up my boy Red Wolf. His uh, links will be in the description below. All right. Play the other music. <laughs> And then the last thing, I met when Coach Scientist said, I am somebody. The first thing I thought of was booty call. Damn. Smite my ass. All right, man. All right. Now we've gotten, we, we got the foolishness cranked up a little bit. Let's go ahead and hop into it now, mind you. Uh, listeners who haven't been listening for a while, remind you, I'm going to remind you that now, mind you, is a segment where we talk about stories you find on the internet that we find interesting that we want to share with you guys. And we tell it in the black vernacular of saying, now, mind you, to tell you the key or vital part of said story. So this first one, um, we're going to go to so, a state that we haven't actually gone to before because you could take like three steps and you've seen the entire state. We're going to go to Rhode Island for um, a city council member who um, was doing something on his break. Mr. Smith, can you play the clip? First, there are more calls tonight for a Cranston City Councilor arrested for drug possession to step down. I'm Shannon Heggie. I'm Mike Montecalvo. 12 News obtained police body camera footage showing officers coming upon Councilor Matthew Riley Monday afternoon after someone flagged officers down saying Riley appeared to be choking. 12 News reporter Amanda Pitts has more now from Cranston. Cranston police releasing body camera footage of the moments leading up to when a city councilor is arrested for possession of crack cocaine. Just, just got back into this. Councilman Matt Riley is seen passed out in the front seat of his vehicle Monday morning, found by an officer who jolts him awake. He's then searched and the officer looks inside his wallet to find his city council badge. Oh, no way, dude, really? Yes, yes. I was just taking, I was just on my way back from court. And says an ambulance is on the way. Well, arrest is going to come check you out, man. I can't let you go. You were literally choking in your sleep. Somebody flagged me down about it. Oh, I have sleep apnea. I'm sorry. Well, and you have a crack pipe in your hands, so it's like... Riley first tells police there's no drugs in the vehicle, but when police search it, they reportedly found crack cocaine inside. Riley later admitted that he purchased $100 worth the day prior. It, it was a it was a relapse. I've been clean for 13 years. Now calls are growing for the Republican councilman's resignation. City Council President Jessica Marino and Cranston Mayor Ken Hopkins. I am calling on him publicly to resign from his position as the city councilman in Ward 6. I feel that's in the best interest of the city, his constituents. I also feel that personally, it's in his best interest for him. He so far has resigned as chairman of the Cranston Republican Party, according to the mayor, who said Riley is likely now in a rehab program. I have spoken to members of Matt's family, uh, and I hope that he is able to find a path to recovery and the help that he needs. One thing I gotta say, guys, is that this story really cracks me up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to. I had to. I'm sorry. Thank you. I, I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. I'm like, dog. It's right there. It's like right on the rim. I just gotta. I didn't smoke that one. Thank you. I'm. I... Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes. Yes. Don't don't look at me like that, culture scientist. I, I have a question. What What is your question? He said that. I was just I was just taking a nap. I was just resting. 
Dog, listeners, I don't know if you know, if you see this video, maybe we'll, we'll put it in the show notes. Dog, he is fried. I wish like, you- his eyes are low, like fried, like he is sunbaked. And we're not talking about his sunburn. Like, dog, he is fried. Also, if you know that you have sleep apnea and that you might, you know, randomly choke in your sleep, um, why would you do it in the parking lot, A, first off? B, you know, go home, do it with your sleep apnea machine so you don't die. He ain't got no sleep apnea. My only, only, my leftover opinion is, yes, crack, you know, in the words of Whitney, crack is whack. Yes. Um, I don't 100% agree that he should 1,000% resign. I understand why and the importance of it. But, yeah, I have other... The reason I say this is because, like, there's other people in the world that have issues, and he needs to get better, and then maybe he can do, like, make change. But the fact that he lied is not why he ruined it for me. If he would have just aim, like, you know, own up to it, I'd be like, yeah, respect, but not. Um, any other thoughts from our guest? Uh, Quincy. Uh, first off, I didn't know Donnie Wahlberg was in politics. Um, you can't tell me he don't look like Donnie Wahlberg. Oh my God. I I don't want to stay here no more. (laughs) Um, he was doing that new crack on the block is what happened. Uh, what is going on? You started it. I, um, I, I take full responsibility. Also, I had um, sleep apnea. You got sleep apnea. He got sleep cracknea. Because that's what happened. Uh, I'm done. Teacher bag, go ahead. Stop, I can't stop cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to run out of drums at this point. We really are. Honey, is the remnant of the crack in the seat. They, the camera's zooming all in, and he's just like switching up the story. It's, it's just a relapse. <laughs> like, okay. But yeah, hilarious. Cocaine is <laughs> a hell of a drug. It, yeah, I, I'm just trying to understand how you went from, oh, no, I just had to take a nap. You know, I got sleep apnea to, oh, you know, I had a relapse for Dr. Cleve for 13 years. You know, it's like, nigga, like, it's right there. Like, literally. I don't even got to zoom in. I can literally look at it like, like nigga, you, you, do you know that I can see you? Like, <laughs> and what'd you say? Uh, what'd you say? Uh, um, uh, you know, I can't let you go because, oh, I just have sleep apnea, dog, and you have a crack pipe right in your possession. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, you got a full-on crack pipe in your possession. Like, you ain't toss it. You ain't do nothing. He didn't have time to toss it. He was sleep choking. Oh man. That cop really said, uh, sir, I really don't care if you have sleep acne, you have a fucking crack pipe in your hand. <laughs> like <laughs> thanks like, for playing. You are let's go not going home. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, that's just crazy. The fact that he said I just came from court. So I guarantee you, <laughs> they cracked the case in court. All right, all right, we're moving on. I'm sorry. We ran, we ran that joke into the ground. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, um, next up, we actually want to bring a story back to your attention. Um, I believe it was season two. It was? Yeah, season two, where we actually had a story about a FAMU graduate who um had garnered some negative attention for her very, let's say, 
Um, beautiful, but um, I don't know what's the word. Mrs. Smith, can you take it from here? Yeah. So the title, the, the title of the article is "Famu Grad Who Posed Nude Questions Why a U of A Student Isn't Facing Backlash Over Stripper Photos." Do she get a pass because she's bright? Which honestly, that's a funny way to put it. Uh, but basically, to summarize it up, there was a uh, graduation photo from, you know what? I'm not even going to give her. I'm not. I'm not even going to give her I, uh, any clout. But basically, there's a person graduating, and she's doing a, a graduation photo, and in the photo, she legit is on a pole. On campus, and it's split screen. The, the 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 picture to the right of it, you know, she's in her cap and gown, white dress, got a little, you know, uh, shawl, heels. Cool, you know. All right, you could maybe think like, okay, maybe she she taught pole dancing. The picture on the left was like, oh no, she definitely stripped like that. That yeah, yeah, that 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 stripper. And so the fam you grad was like, so if I'm gonna get smoked for me just posing. Y'all better come with the same smoke for her. Now, the only issue with that is, one, Black people are going to be harder on other Black people because we didn't really have a lot to start with, and we're trying to preserve that. And it is the Black, the, the girl from FAMU did pose in front of the mascot and national, you know, part of the uh, campus. However, comma, she got a point, like, this shit isn't cool no matter which way you you slice it. But again, we as black people, we all know the reason why she don't get as much slack is the girl white. Let's call it what it is. White people are just gonna be like, oh, well, you know, she just had to do what she had to do to work her way through school. They're, they're just gonna come up with whatever type of excuse and deal with it. But the, if it comes to a black person, then well, we saw how that was. But one of the things that one of the things that came up, um, in uh, her tweets, she went on to say something along the lines of like, "I hope y'all do her the same thing y'all do me, y'all y'all did to me." And uh, one of the, I guess, her followers was like, well, "What do you mean by that?" She was like, "Y'all told me to die. Like y'all sent me death threats daily." And the girl even responded back and said, "I also got a similar comment on my Instagram, and yes, I did walk, but you also can't really compare the situations other than we both look good." I'm in a swimsuit and the FAMU girl was naked. What matters is we both educated and fine as hell. To which the FAMU girl says, my name is Terika, baby, not the FAMU girl. And we all know the reason people was mad at me and not you. Um, and in the comment, not you thinking you is not as bad when you're literally busting it wide open on a pole. I ain't gonna lie. That sent me right there. I was like, that's 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 quality. I, I hope Twitter stays free because that is quality content right there. Uh, but back to you, brother X. So um, we just wanted to make sure we followed up on this. I, I, as we're going through this, um, culture scientists seem to have either thoughts or a question. What, what, what did you want to share? I agree and I disagree. Okay, like, talk to us. One thousand. I don't agree that the reason, the reason why for her reasoning, the young lady who posts at for FAMU, okay, who is naked. Yeah, okay, I'm just saying, is naked in front of the words. That say the school name mm. and the um and the mascot. Right. That was the problem. Okay. Like for me, that was the problem. Okay. I don't care that you decide to pose naked as your graduation picture. I don't get two flying flips. 
really the problem is that you represented the school in that way. You could have done it in a park somewhere with your cap and gown on, perfectly fine. Right. Overall, don't care. The diff you cannot say that the reason that you, this girl is not getting in trouble is because she's light. I don't just. I do light? not agree. White. She said bright. Right. Okay. She said bright. Okay. Keep sure. bright. She okay. said bright. I just want to make sure we're light skin, well, high yellow, whatever you want to say. Okay. Lighter than she was. Okay. I dis my humble opinion. I one thousand percent disagree that that was the that is not the reason why she did not get in trouble. Okay. I do agree that because it is two different types of schools. Okay, fair enough. And to the uh, the young lady's point, because at first I was like, well, she's right. She doesn't have a business suit. It's not that bad. She's not doing anything. However, I do agree to the grand lady's point. You know, he was busting it wide open in front of the building. So you had two letter P's <laughs> behind you in those pictures. So, yeah. I don't know. I It's... I, think, I don't think she should be as in much trouble, but should she get some slack for it? One thousand percent. I think two things should be right at the same time. Yeah, this is one of those situations. Mm. Is she right? No. Is she wrong? Eh. I'm about to say, Kelsey, go ahead. I just want to say that uh, she apparently is good at what she does because I wish I was as talented. I wish I could do a split on the pole too. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. She explained. Look, I worked hard. Both ways. Let me show you how I. She. What she's saying is everybody else poses for their band pictures and their football pictures and their sorority pictures. Let me show you what I did while I was in college. I mean, that's how I get it. Again, not my cup of tea, but I get it. Hmm, fair enough. Anybody else have thoughts on this? Uh, teacher Bay, go ahead. I agree with culture scientists. I think it's more of one was nude in front of the, you know, school's uh, name and one is clothed. But wrong is wrong. Y'all both wrong. Just save those pictures for later. Y'all didn't have to post that up. Like you said, take it to the park, take it somewhere else. But nah. She could have just, she could have just saw a different pose with the, with, with, with the pole. She could have did the same pose. I mean, there's a lot of things that could have been done, man. But I mean, to still to still emphasize, I stripped while I was in college without doing that pose. I'm just, you know, I there's guess. a way to do it. That's fair. No, I mean that that's a that's a very honest and great way of looking at it. Um, but yeah, that that's just something that we found interesting. Let us know your thoughts and where you kind of fall on the spectrum for that um discussion. So um. I don't really know how to kind of go into this, but I'm just going to read the title and then I'm going to let you guys uh, kind of ascertain what's going on. So fertility doctor accused of using own sperm dies in crash of hand built plane. Let me say that again. Fertility doctor accused of using own sperm dies true. in crash of hand built plane. So the part about him um, using his own sperm, not shocking at all. The part about him dying in his own built plane, shocking. I'm about to say, let's hear more about this. Mr. Smith, do you have any audio for this? No audio? Okay, cool. All right, so let's break this down. A New York fertility doctor who was accused of using his own sperm to impregnate several patients died over the weekend when the hand-built airplane he was in fell apart mid-flight and crashed, said authorities. Dr. Morris Wartman, 72, of Rochester, I believe it's New York, was a passenger in the experimental aircraft that went down Sunday in a pasture in Orleans County. The pilot, Earl Lucas uh, Jr., oh, that is two old white names, uh, Brockport, 
also was killed according to the county sheriff. The crash of the aircraft identified by the National Transportation Safety Board as a Whitman W-5 Buttercup airplane. Where do they get these names? Remained under investigation Tuesday. The preliminary findings indicated that the wings of the aircraft became detached from the fuelage and fell to the ground in an orchard. Sheriff Christopher Bjork um, said in a news release on Monday, the fuelage continued... The fuselage? Fuselage, I'm sorry. I apologize, I misspoke. Uh, continued west for another 1,000 to 1,500 yards before crashing. Warman was a well-known OBGYN in Western New York who was often the target of anti-abortion protesters. He was sued in 2021 by the daughter of one of his patients who became pregnant in the 1980s. The lawsuit said the doctor secretly used, used his own sperm while telling the patient the donor had been a local medical student. It is said that the doctor kept the secret even after the daughter, his biological offspring, became his gynecology patient. Um, I don't know. I'm afraid to continue, but I shall. The doctor discovered that Wartman was a donor after DNA genealogy. Yeah. Can someone say, say that for me? Genealogy. Okay, so I misread. Okay, I'm sorry. I want to make sure. Um, Tess revealed that she had at least nine half-siblings. Her medical and malpractice suit said, the civil lawsuit, which is pending in Monroe County Court, said follow-up DNA testing with Wartman's daughter from his first marriage confirmed the genetic link. Wartman did not comment at the time the lawsuit was filed. I was about to say, did he make a comment? How can he make a comment if he's not alive? But that's beside the point. All right, uh, Coach of Scientists. You There's have... a show on Hulu. There's a show. You know I find a whole bunch of random shows a lot. Yes, it's course. on Netflix called Our Father. Based off of this. It was like it was based off of three sisters who discovered that they were sisters, and the daughter had to discover. I think it was based on him. It had to no, be based on him. There is at least ten. There's at least ten um, Lifetime movies based on. Correct, but the move, but this particular show sounds like it does. But guy. it was a different the daughter guy. Who ended up working. Oh, hold on one one second. Go ahead. It sounded like the daughter who ended up working and then found out later. Man, it was a it was a good show though, but. That's crazy. What were you saying, Quincy? Um, so it's actually two different dudes. Cause that's that was my first thought was this was the guy from the Our Father Netflix doc um documentary. But that guy was Dr. Klein, who fathered nearly a hundred children uh throughout the 70s and 80s using his own sperm. Um, but yeah, um, I say he got what he deserved, and um I hope he burns in hell in the words of Samuel L. Jackson. Before we get back to that, I just got to say one crazy thing. I know I have a lot of fears in my life. If I'm on a plane and I see the wings of that motherfucker fall to the ground and I'm still in the air, I'm shitting myself. Straight Paul Pierce in the final shitting myself. Uh, Teacher Bay. Yeah, this story is just real sick, but it sounds like he hand-built that plane for suicide. He knew that case was pending. He was about to be in trouble, but that's sick. I don't know. He should have just took what, had, what he had coming to him. But yeah. Really? It. Really? Took what he had coming to him? That's what we knew? That's all. We'll put that on, on the big board. Um, Kelsey, go ahead. 
you know, sorry, not sorry, but the trash took itself out. Goddamn. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to put this on the Lord, but the Lord don't make no mistakes. So that that's just it's it's just crazy, man, because that is a terrifying thing to find out. Like on multiple levels. And the scary part is we know he's not the only one. And there in is the, a very scary go ahead. Oh, sorry, I was gonna say in the Our Father documentary, um, he all that doctor also had one of his daughters become his patient, and he knew she was his daughter and still treated her. Boy sick. But um yeah, it's just one of those really, really, really crazy things, man. Mr. Smith. Yeah, I'm gonna just end with this. I, again, all the all this whole article is sick in itself, but the thing that that really drilled well, the thing that really turned me off on this completely was the fact that she became his gynecology patient. Like, nah, that that no, nah, that's that's no, 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 abs no, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, we don't have time to get into it right now because we have some other things we want to cover. But listeners, if you ever have an opportunity, if you're in the right headspace mentally, just look at why it's such a very big deal that their women have female gynecologists and why there is a big issue with men being gynecologists as a whole. Obviously, there are some outliers, but please just read into that because it is both terrifying and informing and I'm going to say specifically, protect black women. I'll just put it that way. Protect black women. So, this last story, um, I don't even, I'm not even, just, all right, let's get to it. So, apparently, there is a 123-year-old virgin that's still holding out that she will find a man one day. Oh, poor baby. So, this is, um, so, we're not going to, she got I'm going to try to get through this very quickly without looking at anybody and making eye contact because I don't like any of you right now. All y'all, corner, y'all all find a corner and don't look at each other because I know where this is about to go. So this 123-year-old version um, said that they're still holding out for hoping for their Mr. Right. This woman grew up in a household where it was taboo to talk to boys. She listened to the teachings of her culture so much that her family even began finding men for her to marry once she became of age. She said she never had feelings for any man and just wanted to be alone. She said her strong fear for men reading in her childhood teachings is what has kept her from engaging with men. When she was finally ready to find love, she said her old age made it hard for her to attract men. Um... This woman says she is ready for love and is not giving up on hope. If a man shows up, I'll be willing to entertain the options, the 123-year-old says. She also made it, She also adds that she refused to give up until she finds a good man willing to spend her time with her. She currently lives alone and does not work. The home she lives in is old and that she anticipates it is caving soon. She says loneliness sometimes leaves her without food to eat for days and struggles to survive. That, that ends on a very somber note, but... Yeah, you want to keep laughing? You, to, you got jokes? You, you have well, fun? Well, yeah, I still have jokes because she's a 123-year-old virgin. Number one, yes, it's funny. Okay, mm -hmm. get that out there. Oh, okay, good. Okay. Secondly, uh -huh, uh -huh. 
She looked good for a hundred and twenty-three. I can say that. You know, I was thinking about that. Okay. And then thirdly, I still wonder. You know, the the system down there. No, no, no. Use specific words. Use sanitizer. Is it dry? Does she got juices? I don't know, man. That I about to say that shit. Most and then of- my concern is at this. I mean, I get. I mean, I, she really wants to hope and find love, but you know, does she? Like, I really hope that she gets a different house. That's what I really want her to hope for. Yes. There, there, there are priorities. Um, but yes, I'm sure it may have expired. Yes. All right, uh, I mean, Kelsey. There's, there's other things for it. Um. Yeah, culture scientists. Um. I. Yes, I. I agree with what you're saying. I. I don't believe that it's still moist down there, but um. Luckily, there are some fantastic lubes out there. I've. Yeah. I know that from experience, and they work wonders. So, um, yeah, also, I love that she's holding out hope uh, that she'll find a man one day. Um, I just hope that day is today because tomorrow really ain't promised at that age. I really want to say she could try a lady. Um, Mr. Smith, the teacher bag. I was good, Kelsey. But, yeah, she does look good, but I feel like she might be able to get it wet because I'm like, she haven't had that cherry popped yet. And so maybe, but you're right. There's some lube, but I think I think it's depressing because she just is a knot. There ain't no cherry. There she, ain't no cherry. It's a knot. It's depressing it's because she listened to everyone, and now it's like, damn, I'm 123 years old. I don't wasted my time, and now I'm looking for love, and it's about to be over. I just feel bad. I, well, I said, go get that itch scratched. No. I'm, I'm going to tell you why in just a moment. Mrs. Smith, go ahead. I, okay, one. Um, mm, okay, no, I just go ahead and say, we're already here. I, I, okay, so. I'm so, going to say, we're all going to hell in gasoline draws. Shut up. <laughs> um, I agree with Kelsey that. I hope she finds it today because tomorrow is not promised because hell, the fact that you've made it to 123 years old alone is a damn right miracle and a blessing from the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Um, But uh, at this point, my lady, you might as well just enjoy the time that you have left in this earth. And and, because I, 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 I I don't see it. I I mean, I, and then I, I had, the thing is, it's a sad story. So I had a joke, but it's definitely in poor taste, and that'll get me canceled. So I'm not gonna do it. You say it. Get it live. You can have that too. Uh, Miss Smith, we're gonna go ahead and bleep that out. Literally, right at the part where she says, "You mean bleep," and then you cut the rest of this out. I'm gonna say you have the power, so <laughs> you can bleep this out. All right, uh, Queasy, go ahead. <laughs> okay, first off, to what teacher Bay said, not not the bleep thing that she said, but uh, as far as uh, a cherry goes, she's 123. It's a pit at this point. Ain't no cherry left on it. It's just a pit. Secondly, if I reach the age of menopause without getting my kitty cat stroked once, I'm just going to go ahead and, and send myself to the nunnery. I'm a bride for Christ at this point. Like, I mean, more power mm-hmm. to her for 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 still wanting to find somebody. But ma'am, 
ma'am, God is God is your husband at this point. If she ain't pleasure herself, I'm telling you, if she based on her story, she ain't pleasure herself. I'm very concerned that if she finds a man and gets to that point, it dog, she gonna she gonna go to the upper room in more ways than one. I she'll die she happy. Finds- Maybe maybe she's not when she's talking about hoping she finds she's holding out hope for a man one day. She's not talking about sex. I hope that she isn't because Lord, I am well, not. Our mind just went to sex. How about I say I am not a doctor. I don't even play one on TV. I am genuinely concerned. It's going to be a one hit quitter. I'm just saying I'm concerned that at her age that neither one of them is going to be able to find the clip. Hmm. All right. We'll be right back. All right. Now that we have, um, most of us have gone to church and prayed and um, uh, <laughs> prayed for our souls a few times. Uh, yeah. Let's get into this week's topic. Um, so listeners, we decided we want to take a prompt from this really dope um, uh, Instagram post that I found. Kelsey, we are trying to move on. I need you to stop. I can't focus. We're going to have to cut this part out. Or he could have taught her a few things. Oh, my. Mm. Oh, sweet Jesus. Oh, sweet Jesus. Please help us. Oh, my. Sweet Jesus. Keep me by the water. I need help right now. Oh, my goodness. Oh my goodness. All right. So like I was saying, we we got a couple questions this week. We're gonna have like a little round table discussion, how some deep level conversation starters that we want to get into. Um we'll kind of discuss them as we feel like we want to share answers. Not everybody will answer some of the questions, but um you let us know in the comments and on social media what you think about some of our answers and what you would answer to these following questions. Um, so I'll kick it off. I'll start asking the first question. And you guys can ask me, um, almost kind of like a hot seat thing, just kind of so we can get a feel. The first question is, what is something you wanted to ask me but too afraid to say? Would anybody like to ask me that? Ask me something to start? Mr. Smith. Can I be an asshole? Nah, I ain't going to be an asshole. I'm, I'm, I'm mess. I ain't got no asshole smoke. Um, the something that I want to ask you, but was too afraid to say, was uh, when. What was the turning point in college when you kind of saw the difference between how me and brother Drewski went about it versus everybody else? Um, I will tell you, it was my junior year. And what ended up happening was, for those listeners who don't know, we have a we have we have a crew of friends that we have we call a family and all this stuff. And I mean they are, and you just kind of get at the point where I've always been an outside observer, and I've been very observational. Like I observe things and I just kind of watch how people move. And when I'm not involved in certain things, it allows me to have better outside perspective. So what ended up happening was that I just started watching how some of our brothers were moving and doing certain things. And there was something in me that just told me wasn't quite right. Like the math wasn't mathing. 
they weren't they were saying one thing, but the actions made me feel another type of way. And I'm going to protect the the I won't say innocent, but I will say that I saw certain people moving together in certain ways that um made me really question it. And when I realized I wasn't being involved was wasn't a bad thing. It made me realize I'm like, oh yeah. Oh no, I I, I recognize that these brothers, you and Drewski, were really looking out for me. I think it may have been right around the time of the first BFC that we went to. Because I think that was my junior year. Yes? I think so, yeah. So I think that was probably what it is. Um, anybody else want to take that question? Or anybody else have a question for me? Uh, Kelsey. Um, when was the moment you knew culture scientist was the one? Uh, <laughs> very short answer. Um, probably about three, four months into the pandemic. Um, when it literally was just me and her. And she was the only person I saw on a consistent basis who I interacted with. And I was like, I could do this. If this was my life until I was 123 years old, I could do this. With no hesitation, no fear in my heart, I could wake up to this person and go on many, many adventures and mishaps and be perfectly satisfied with my life that way. So it wasn't before the pandemic? No, it wasn't before the pandemic. No. I mean, we were still getting to know each other because we were only maybe about, we were maybe about one or two years in, but we met 2016. Right. But it was like 2018, 2020. I was just asking. If you really want the longest sending version. No, I was just asking. Follow-up question. You have a question for me, and the culture scientist trying to make it about her. It wasn't about me. You're talking about me and how I felt about you. So it was directly about me. You just happened to be on the outskirts. How about this? How about I ask you a question? Okay. No, nah, I won't do that to you. Um, one more for me, and then we can kind of if anybody wants to hop in the hot seat. Anybody? All right, cool. Does anyone else want to take this question before we move on? Uh, let's go with Kelsey. Anybody got to want to ask Kelsey something they were too afraid to say before? Mr. Smith, go ahead. On, on the trip for a culture scientist's birthday, what were your thoughts? We were on that lazy river, and the shit just kept getting worse and worse. I was like, oh, my God, why am I here? What are we doing? Like, we're Black. We don't do this. That was literally one <laughs> all the thoughts running through my head. I was like, why? <laughs> but, oh, my God. But I was with the best people in the world. So that's what made the day fun. Yes, I agree. I agree. You were way too big for that. that <laughs> yeah, no, nah, we needed to get you a different attitude next time. Story of my life. Use some bigger things. Oh my god! All right. Um. Yeah. Um. What do you think your biggest lesson you learned since moving has been? Because mm. I have things for you, and I'm excited because things are like check, check, check. So I'm excited mm. hearing it for you. But you know, I want to hear from you. Um, I think the biggest lesson that I've learned so far is that I am capable of much more than I give myself credit for. 
Facts. And that was uh, actually a relatively recent revelation that literally just happened probably like a couple weeks ago. But um, but yeah, I think that's the biggest thing I've learned about this whole process so far. Okay. Uh, let's flip it. Uh, Queen C, sit in this hot seat real quick. Anybody want to ask Queen Queen C something you, you've been too afraid to ask before or afraid to say before? Uh, go ahead, Mrs. Smith. Yeah, talk to us. Talk to us. So for me, I always wondered, within all the times that we have gone out the country or homecoming, whatever, outside of, I'm going to say soccer, and you know who I'm talking about when I say soccer. Outside of him, was there anybody else that actually piqued your interest to where you could see yourself saying, I would actually like to talk to this person? Um, There was one when we were in Jamaica, but um, the spoiled princess ended up being a big-ass cock blocker, so that shit didn't happen. Oh, I remember now. Okay, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, um, my bad. But yeah, it, honestly, because I'm not really a sexually driven person, although I am a sexual person, it takes a lot more to pique my interest. Hmm. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Um, uh, teach back. Okay, so can you tell us more about these bitches that got on your nerve at work? <laughs> oh, I was waiting for somebody Damn. to ask that one. Ah! Man. We do not incriminate ourselves, but go on. Um, So the department I work in, leadership has recently changed. Um, Nothing bad happened with the old leader. He just went to a different section of the job. And so they brought someone new in, as well as the new person's assistant. And the assistant is supposed to lead the team of assistants. And this bitch is doing basically a hostile fucking takeover. And I don't work like that. Like she's throwing her title around like, or her title doesn't work on you. Then she throws around um, her manager's title because he leads the entire department to which I say, I don't give a fuck about a title. I care more about your humanity and your humility. And she's neither. She has neither. And I'm not putting up with the shit. And I got 14 other people to back me up on my team. So y'all stay tuned, listeners, because I might have some venting sessions on later podcast episodes if I'm invited back, because this shit about to get real. But yeah, she she tried it in a one-hour meeting today, of basically uh, revamping all of the systems and uh, protocols that we use when the ones we're using work perfectly fine but okay one last quick question is he is she what i think she is yeah oh yeah 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 the non-use crayon okay all right um mrs smith i got a couple questions for you man yeah hop in this hot seat we always go like this when we try to talk about non-black people we always go to the inner part of our when it's a group of black people and we talk i'm about to say we know we know what it is you know what it is but um mrs smith yeah go ahead hop in this hot seat real quick um so mrs smith i believe we went on a trip last year all of us the the squad okay there's a point where we had first gotten to the hotel and um there's a couple of hours that are unaccounted for where i couldn't find you or teacher bay 
Did you speak to that? I, 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 I wonder what happened to you guys. I couldn't, I couldn't reach you on the phone. I couldn't find you guys. We went to go get food, and you just went, you, you just went around. Did something happen? Did I miss? We were having adult conversations and adult oh, things. Oh, having Bible study. Sure, you want to call it that. I mean, hey, we uh, again body study, <laughs> body study, man. I, I wow. was going to say pulling a Zion, but damn. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Just, just, just hey, wow. Somebody got good knees. <laughs> wow. But, but yes, no, we, uh, you know, got to the hotel room and tried to christen it real quick before we met up with y'all. Ah, so you like holy oil and like some, some blessed water. There was, no. there was some, there was some type of water going. I don't know if you want to call it holy oil, but there was some water going. Oh, Oh, okay. Oh, that's nasty. All right. Um, we're gonna move on. Oh, Queen, so you got the last question, then we're gonna move on to our next one. Yeah, I I I wanna ask my brother, Mr. Smith, a question. Um, because I've wondered this for a while, just based off conversations we've had over our entire friendship. Um, so exactly how long have you actually been in love with Teacher Bay? Hmm. Let's see. Um, speaking to the big black thing. Well, Not considering the fact that we knew each other back in 2007, there was a strong interest then, although I always, and we've had this conversation numerous times, so listeners, if you ever meet Teacher Bay, just like just like uh, Brother X said, she know where the body's live. I ain't got nothing to hide. But um, it's kind of started then. I just was a knucklehead about it because I was, what, 20? and had a really bad perception of what I thought I wanted in life. And then as I grew into my experience, which included dating several people, uh, I wanna say right around the time that we reconnected and the conversations that we had, it was just so effortless. Like I could legit just, we could talk about anything. It could go from sports to shows, to a movie and it's almost like i'm talking with my best friend it's not even like i'm trying to be like hey girl you know what i'm saying let me go ahead and buy you like like literally case in point last night we legit were up until what one o'clock in the morning watching two o'clock in the morning watching fucking game shows and just talking shit the entire time i'm talking like we're yelling at the we're yelling at the black people to get the questions right. We're like we're we're telling them niggas VCR VCR like we're doing that. And I just kind of looked at her, and at the side of my eye, I just was like, "Yeah, this is what happiness feels like." So to answer your question, I would say, truthfully, probably about the time we reconnected, I probably knew before that, but it was kind of solidified once we reconnected, and especially when we went to when we went on an out of the country trip. Yeah, that it was it was solidified. Oh, I know. Oh, I know when. I just remember that there is um there was some movement and someone was asleep and you know the rest of that story. We're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> we we, 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 we we not gonna talk about that. Sleep with a big uh, old smile. I'm about to say we just gonna throw that in the black box and and throw away the key. Exactly. Oh, teacher Bay, you got some, you want to be asked some questions? Yeah, 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 cause, yeah. Come on to the hot seat. Oh, well, you ask me a question. I was going to ask. She was, Either way. It don't matter. Either she was going to ask or whatever, but it's cool. Oh, I'm about to say, no, 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 no. This is getting good. Go ahead. Go ahead, teacher. Ask Mr. Smith the question. 
No, I have no question for him. I had a question for culture sciences. Well, actually, Ooh, it could be yeah, 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 yeah. I just love instigating shit. Yeah, because yeah, I was sitting here silently. Oh, yeah, I know. You was like that kid in the back of the room that don't want to get called on by the teacher. She got to teach her eyes, too. She know. I know. Go ahead. Yes, teacher, Bray. Well, it could also be any of you guys, but I know that I am new to the group, so I uh -huh. felt like I should ask, what were your first thoughts of me when I joined the group? Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, one of my initial thoughts was, I'm not letting nobody new, so y'all better figure it out. I did also along those lines. Um, I knew whoever because it was weird. Because it's weird. Because technically, I was also an addition to the group. So like first, and I came in, and then, you know, there was. There was a before time. There was a spice. Yes. I, I need you to find the words. <laughs> and it was a different spice. Uh -huh. You take that spice and you mix a little bit more like a little chili pepper. So we we had some cumin and then you had chili powder. And then some garlic powder. Uh-huh. And then some salt. A little Lowry's. A little bit of Lowry's. I was, okay. was going to say she went for, we went from Morton's to Lowry's is, is what she said. That's Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. She went from Morton's to, to Lowry's. Yes. I, all I know was, I just went, my my first impression was, oh, we like a lot of the same things, but, and that's, you know, oh. you don't take super long to get dressed. Um, Emotional damage. All right, so I'm just going to take over from here so she doesn't more incriminate herself. Uh, Teacher Bay, one last thought that I had, um, initially was, was like, <laughs> the question. I know. I appreciate it. You guys are still incriminating myself. There's lots of people that take forever but to get dressed. What's understood ain't got to be explained. It takes like 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Go ahead and bleep that part out. All right. Um. Yes. <laughs> but um. yes, no, I, I genuinely think that when you join the group, well, funny enough, when I knew it was different because me and Mrs. Smith had our conversations. Oh, my apologies. Go ahead, Coach of Scientists. I apologize for in interrupting you. I was going to finish. I'm not trying. I was not trying to finish it. I was going to say, no, you're not. I'm just I you. like what she brings to the table and what uh, that is. You could tell there was a difference. Okay. That's it. That's all I was going to say. Okay. Um, but yeah. So getting back to my point was like, I knew. I'm about to say, without going into too much detail, you know, I have prior knowledge. Like, I know a lot of things. I just have, I accumulate information. So once I knew that this was a possibility, I was like, huh, let's see how this goes. I also thought, am I going to have to yoke up Mr. Smith like he's had to yoke me up before? Because that's what brothers do. But once I actually got a chance to have a conversation and we talked um, the weekend of... The proposal for the, me and the coach of scientists. When we had our conversations, I saw the look on Mr. Smith's face. I was like, I was like, oh, we good. We'll get money. I ain't got to worry about nothing. I ain't got to yoke him up. I ain't got to have no pull him aside. We ain't going to have no heart to heart conversation. We good. So, yeah. Um, I'll open the floor up for someone else and then we got to move on. Did you have something or are you good? Y'all going to stop using my government.
Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. Um, you got three for me because they um no i will say honestly when mr smith was telling me about you know what was going on i was a little cautious i'm very protective of the people i love and care about so i was just like i don't want you to be hurt again because i had already seen that multiple times and i was just like next person hurts you or break your heart I'm just going to beat their ass. That's the point I was at. But once I actually got to meet you and talk to you and everything, everything, like culture scientists said, it just kind of clicked. You naturally fell into the rhythm of the group. It was very effortless. And I can honestly say, like, I enjoy having you a part of the group. It adds a good dynamic. You're about to make a thug nugget cry over here. Guys are so sweet. And now right. nobody has an excuse to not celebrate my birthday. Eh. All right. So let's get to this next question. All right. Um, <laughs> so um, I'm going to propose this to Kelsey first. But the next question is, what is the thing that you regret the most? Talk to us, Kelsey. Oh, that is a really good question. Um, regret the most. Mm, I, I think one of the big ones for me is. Okay, I'll give two. Um, I would say one is um i do kind of regret not coming out sooner okay. um i i do kind of wish i was out prior to going to college and because then college would have been much more fun for me and um would have been a totally different experience um so definitely that one um and uh number two is uh that i didn't get into like working out sooner um i would have liked to be on this fitness journey like a long time ago so that i could like be where i want to be right now but you know it's fine we're here where we are and uh things are still great okay awesome uh kelsey you can ask someone else in in, in the chat or in the group so we can bounce this around like popcorn all right, let's go to uh, Mr. Smith next. Uh, what's the thing you regret the most? So I, I had to think about this for a while because a lot of the stuff I technically don't regret because it kind of built me into what I am now. But the one thing that I do regret was in high school. In junior year, I did not go to my junior prom because I didn't really understand junior proms. I didn't really get that conversation. I just was like, you know what? I'm trying to work. I'm trying to get my license, I'm trying to get all this other stuff. Well, one of the people that I was really attracted to actually asked me to prom. And you know how I grew up, I didn't really know if the person was playing with me to be like one of those joking, like, hi, I go to prom, but then you really weren't serious or she was serious. And so she had asked me uh, if I was going to prom and I was like, oh, no, I have to work. She's like, oh, because, you know, me and my friend, we wanted you to take us to prom. And I was like, oh, I could have took two women. 
And I'm sitting there thinking, all right, you know, she's attractive. Like, she's bullshitting me. She's probably got somebody lined up. No, she was not bullshitting. She legit took herself and her friend to prom. And when I looked at that picture, I was like, son of a bitch. I could have taken her to prom. We could have had a closer connection. That could have been a nice segue to the summer between junior and senior year. Probably could have been senior prom. Like, there could have been a lot of things happening. So that's probably the only thing I regret because I feel like everything else doesn't Everything else could have changed the trajectory of what I am now, whereas that one probably would have fizzled out right by the time I went to college. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, you can ask somebody else. I will ask my lovely lady next to me, Teacher Bay, what is the mo- thing that you regret the most? Well, actually, you just brought up another one, so maybe I have two. But in the light of prom, I actually went to junior and senior prom, but I feel really bad till this day of how I treated the the guy I went to senior prom with um, because I definitely left him. I He was my math tutor for pre-calculus. And I was like, oh, you're not going to prom. You know, prom is a, a, a good time. You know, it's senior prom, you should go. And I talked him into it and I um I ended up I wanted to go with my friends because we all decided let's not have a date this time. And but that was the only way to get this math tutor to go. I was like, well, if you help boost up my grade, then okay, you you know, you gotta go. And so we ended up um going together. However, soon as I, I didn't even ride in the limo with them. I rode in with in the limo with the girls. I said, I'll meet you there. Um, literally, once we got there, I took a photo with him and I just ditched him for the rest of the night. I was with the ladies. Now, mind you, I feel bad because he's really sweet. But I think at that time, because I went to two different high schools, the first high school was very white. So I could kind of you know code switch and adapt to them but then the the high school I graduated from was very diverse and so I was with the, all my crew I was with the black crew and my friends and he happened to play for the other side so I think I felt a little embarrassed because I'm like oh you're not about to embarrass me um, on the dance floor or anything and so I feel bad to this day I wanted to apologize but I can't find them on Facebook or anything. And I was just like, oh my gosh. But that's all I'm going to say. The other one was more Hampton, but I feel like if I did it, um, I did not um, complete my time there, but I feel like I should have started at a, like, what is it? Community college, your first two years, like they say, and then kind of go um maybe to Hampton, but I didn't really know what I wanted to major in at the time. But I feel like if I did that, then I would have never met you. So I don't know. That may not be a regret. You sure you don't regret him? <laughs> wow. Wow, I'm right never, here. I'm re- remember who edits your shit, okay? Remember that. I know it's not going to end up in the final cut, so I'm not worried about it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, just for time's sake, uh, Teacher Bay, just pick one more person, then we're going to get to the last question. Okay. Uh, you know what, Brother X? What do you regret the most? Um, without getting too deep, uh, it's almost a twofold thing. I regret not embracing 
the man who I was supposed to be sooner. I wish that there was a level of confidence in who I was and who I was, but whose I was from a younger age. Um, for the young, for the longest time, self-confidence was always the biggest struggle for me and understanding, believing in who I am and trusting in. I was coming from good stock and I had good values and I was worth something. And because of that, it made me question and have lack of self-confidence. So I never really view myself in a very positive light. Always kind of narrowing myself in, make kind of withdrawing myself and not leaning into the sarcastic asshole that I am, for lack of a better term. <laughs> so <laughs> I know coach scientists laugh because there's a there's a lot to it. Um I think things that my father said to me. And my mentors from as young as grade school and even high school and in college, I didn't fully get into something my father said finally clicked where I was happy with myself and happy with myself by myself. And once I figured that out and I've stopped having my nose wide open, chasing behind, for lack of a better term, chasing behind girls and situations that I didn't allow for that time to be that time and moving past it. I think that I regret it because there's so many more experiences and there's so many more things I could have known, could have known and had an impact positively with. So I would say I regret not being the man who I was meant to be sooner. So um, I think we'll finish with this and then we can get maybe like one or two people answering and then we'll wrap things up just for time's sake. Um, I opened the last question up to everybody. What is the most admirable aspect of human nature? And what's the worst? Coach of scientists, we'd like to go first. I want to say resilience. Say that one more time. Resilience of okay. human nature, I think, is one of the most abnormal things. Um, Just it's amazing what we can get through in the strength. And then in reference to women in general, what we just put out with on a normal basis, like the, the pains and the things and just all of the the. Being a woman, just in general, I think is admirable. I and mean, I'm not even talking about, because I have not experienced a lot of the things that I'm talking about. I'm just talking about the general sense of what ovaries and a uterus causes a human to have and undergo. Um, and then last for me, um, as far as the other admirable thing, I'm actually going to change it up. What I think brings joy or my favorite thing in the world is is the laughter of a baby mm. because they are the purest um, in the world and they don't know anything and it is the world that makes them who they are. So I think that part is also admirable and what makes me happy and so nice. And the worst is just people are just idiots. <laughs> That's easy. That's fair. Inconsiderate idiots. And we just live in a world where we don't treat each other like humans. Which is always crazy. Um, let's go with Queen C next. Um, I would say the most admirable aspect of human nature is community. Just being able to find like people, different people, connect, see what you have in common, see what you can learn from one another. It's really a, a beautiful thing. Um, but on the flip side of the coin, the worst part of human nature and 
just the world in general is any form of discrimination. It's mm. just, it, it takes away from being able to build the communities like we want them to be. Um, but those are my two. Okay. Uh, Mr. Smith, I saw your hand. Oh, well, let's go Kelsey and then Mr. Smith. Um, I think one of the most admirable aspects of human nature, um, I, I really love the creativity that we have. Um, I, I think there are some genuinely incredible things that have been created and continue to be created um by us and that's just amazing to see like how the human mind can think and operate and all of that um and i think uh one of the worst um i would say is greed um i i i feel like everything that we do is influenced by either our own greed or someone else's um yeah, and it's just it's it's painful to see that all the time. It's like things can't just be; they have to be for money. Mm-hmm. They have to have some type of angle or benefit for you. I get that. Uh, Miss Smith, go ahead. It's mine is actually kind of a combination between Kelsey and Queen C. Um, most admirable aspect of human nature, honestly, is the ability is is the want to communicate and actually be there for the person. If you actually care, whether it's a friend, whether it's a loved one, whether it's a family member, like you actually want, you actually feel the endorphins and and the the good feeling of like helping another person. Like that's just kind of how I am. So I always love the admirable, admirable aspect of people always wanting to help others, which will then also help themselves. On the flip side, kind of similar to Kelsey, the worst is kind of people that are taking advantage of others, whether it's greed or whether it is um, restriction. So a uh, uh, kind of an example is uh, whether you're locked up, oh, well, let, me, let me word this correctly, whether you have natural hair, whether you have a press, whether you have a perm, whether you have locks, the ability for a Black person to try to find a salon or someone to do their hair and it actually be a decent price and it actually mm. be regular and it actually mm. just be at, at um, uh, accessible is ridiculous. Mm. I have mm. never in my life seen so many people, want it, whether it's a wannabe beautician or a good or, you know, regular one, that's like, oh, before you come to my salon, your hair must be washed. It must be straightened. It's going to be a $100 deposit. Uh, I don't take anybody with bonnets. I don't do this. I don't do that. Where back in the day, like, nigga, it was $40 or $60 or whatever type of amount, depending on what it is. And it was, you're doing a service for people. And it's the fact that people want to take advantage because of how times are with inflation, as well as the rising cost of everything. And to say, oh, well, I'm gonna make sure I take care of myself versus, you know, you could get more business by taking the principles from the past. Curving a little bit of price into it, obviously to make up for the cost of living. But if you were to do that, you would make so much more and you would have a working relationship, which in turn gives you referrals which means more business, which means you get more revenue. Hence, you don't need to be greedy because you give to receive. That's powerful. Um, uh, Teacher Bay, did you have anything before we close this out? Sure. 
Uh, all everyone's answers are so good. I guess I would bring, or I would say, the most admirable aspect of human nature is humility. I think if you're able to uh, be humble and show that, it's kind of a form of love, and um, it's just always great to see because not everybody needs to get recognition, and those that don't show it, those are just. It really touches my heart because those are the ones that actually do the most and are really in the trenches. Um, and then the worst, I would say, is jealousy. You know, we could all get a piece of the pie, but it's just kind of touches on everybody else, but the greed and stuff. You you want all this power, but the jealousy leads to the hate. And um, I would say that's just the worst. Yeah, I think that's a very powerful way of putting things. I know for me, really quick, I won't go into too much. I think the best, the most admirable thing is the ability to impact others. And I think it's twofold because I also think it's the worst. Because your ability to impact someone can not only affect that one person, but the next generation that comes from that person. You can look at it as prime example, we're looking at Obama, his impact on a little black boy who never really saw or thought he could be the president now has that. Where conversely, you have the the orange or Agent Orange who set back so many different people and you triggered and built a, not a nation, but a large foundation of people who will now teach and, and influence and impact the next generation of others who will now feed into that hate mongering. So I think impact is probably both the most admirable and the worst uh, part about human nature. Um, but with that being said, guys, I want you to kind of think about these questions. Uh, my transparent moment this week is take some time, have these conversations with your friends and kind of see what they think. I promise you, you'd be surprised what some of your friends might tell you that they have been too afraid to say or that they regret, whether it be in y'all's relationship or in their own life, it can deepen the bonds that you have with these people. And then also to just kind of have some reflective time, whether you journal it or you have those deep conversations, but just take some time to think. Just put down the social media, put down the games, and just, just do some reflecting. Um, if you want to give us any feedback or you have any thoughts, you can always hit us up on our social media at the TNT Pod 123 on Twitter, Truth and Transparency Pod. On Instagram, Truth and Transparency Pod on TikTok, The Truth and Transparency Podcast on Facebook, The Truth and Transparency Podcast on YouTube. And you can always email us your opinions, thoughts at truthandtransparencypod123 at gmail.com. For the culture scientists, for Mrs. Smith, for all of our guests, uh, for all of our fans and supporters. If this podcast gets no bigger than what it is right now, they are forever grateful. We are forever grateful. And the immortal words of my father, eat the elephant one bite at a time. Peace. I ain't saying she a gold digger, but she ain't messing with no broke, broke. <laughs> <laughs>